The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you remember puberty? It can be no fun. The mood outbursts, the unwelcome things popping up on your face, the weird changes in your body. It's a tough time to be a human being. And for males, it's when your voice changes. And there are several Holy Trinity kids going through this right now. Sometimes it can actually be a bit embarrassing when your voice cracks or croaks as it goes between registers and you try to find your new voice. A month ago, I went to a performance of the Chicago Children's Choir and several of our kids were singing. I was so impressed to learn that two of the kids, two boys, were in Dimension, a unique ensemble actually designed for young boys with changing or changed voices. Brilliant. Now, most of us don't like the sound of our, of our voice when we hear a recording. In finding our voice, we have to get used to what it sounds like and how other people hear it. This past week, I talked by phone to our former vicar, Noah. Yay, you're wondering what I learned. And that is that he is close to receiving a call to a church in Atlanta. Noah reminded me that often transgender people take voice lessons to help them find their new voice during their body's transitions. Voices feature prominently in today's readings on this feast of the baptism of Jesus. In the psalm, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. God's voice is like a powerful storm. It breaks trees. It bursts forth in lightning. It shakes the wilderness. It strips the forest bare. It's the voice of God we sense when we are on a magnificent mountain. Or perhaps yesterday, when we looked across Lake Michigan and we saw huge crash, crashing waves. Nature has a power that we cannot control, that we cannot harness. Surely Jesus is also trying to find his voice, live into his calling, 
The voice at Jesus' baptism comes from the heavens. And we only hear this mysterious voice at his baptism and transfiguration. This voice confirms Jesus as God's beloved son. One scholar notes that both voices are epiphanies. The voice of the thunderstorm and the voice from heaven in the river Jordan. The storm says, this is my cosmos. And the voice at the baptism says, this is my Christ. So many voices. So many voices we hear in our lifetime, yet we learn to recognize their unique character. Believe it or not, there was a time before caller ID that you didn't know who was calling you. Someone could say one word, Craig, and often I could tell who it was. Amazing. So many voices these days, though the voices are often tweets and posts and people ranting and many different opinions, the online voices can become an echo chamber. They can become a shouting match. We even try to silence or cancel those who don't agree with us, even if we're on the same general political or religious page. I date myself again. 50 and more years ago, our country listened to the voice of Walter Cronkite or other news anchors. We all heard basically the same news and the same interpretation. Even at the time of Watergate, there was a general agreement on what had happened. But no more. These days, we don't know who to trust. An email or a post can give false, scary information about the draft or World War III or countless other things. Hackers try to influence elections track our lives, stir up fear and anxiety amid such turmoil and division. Our country is trying to find its voice. Amid rapid changes in society and institutional decline, the church is trying to find its voice. Amid the plight of our planet, the plight of refugees, the plight of those most vulnerable. This congregation is continuing to find its voice, to discern the direction for our mission and ministry, or as Isaiah puts it, to bring forth justice and be a light to the nations. And don't forget the voices in our heads saying, you're not good enough. You're not cute enough. You're not young enough. You're not wealthy enough. Or the voice is trying to get us to succumb to groupthink, to tribalism, hanging only with those who vote or think exactly like us, which leads us to think that we have God figured out. Because surely God is exactly like us and agrees with us, right? Well... It leads to the radical voice of Peter in the Acts reading. 
God shows no partiality. The good news of Epiphany, people in every nation, and we could add every religion, every ideology, every way of life, all who fear God and do what is right are acceptable to God. Now Isaiah has a little bit of a different spin. That the servant of God will not cry out or lift up its voice. Yet Jesus always stands with the voiceless. And on the cross cries out, my God, why have you abandoned me? Jesus will fulfill all righteousness as he enters into the depths of what it means to be human. Even our suffering and death. So how will we find our voice? Perhaps it's through our vocation, through our life story and circumstances. Perhaps it's through the people that we love, the people we are called to serve. And like it was for Jesus, this will be a lifelong journey that begins in baptism. Because at the font, we receive our calling and our identity. Our calling and our identity. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. Hear the words of grace. You are my beloved. You are marked with the cross of Christ. Nothing can separate you from my love. We joke, I joke, about alternative news. Yet that is what we need these days. A different story, a different narrative, a different lens for looking at the world. We call it baptism. When the voices in your head are overwhelming, when you don't know what to make, of the myriad voices in the news and in your feeds. Come to this sacred space to listen. When your voice cracks or croaks under the strain of life, be still. Listen to the still, small voice of God within, to the voice announcing forgiveness and grace. Listen again every Sunday to the message of impartiality that proclaims that all, all people are created in God's image. And finally, listen to the voice of hope, the voice of hope that envisions a different future when everyone else is shouting the world is going down the tube. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. Jesus rises from the river, from his baptism, with a voice, an identity, a calling. And we, too, find our voice here in baptism together.